Well, hey friends, welcome back to the Right Side of Leadership Podcast and this bonus episode. As you know, we're doing things a bit differently this summer. We're in the middle of our summer podcast series, our re-series, and that's been going really well. We're glad you guys are engaging and people are just having fun with it and really embracing this idea of reinvesting in their life and leadership. And Alan, the word that keeps coming back is this investment phase, and whether it's our life, leadership, and rhythms, and things that we do, why is investing so important? Yeah, let me set the, the setting of this. Of course, it's this summer. We're actually together. Normally, we're recording from across the country. We're literally two and a half feet apart. Literally in the same room. Uh, for three days, we have team meetings, and we come together really for an immersion. Um, we'll get some time out on the trail. Uh, we'll get some time over great meals. We'll record some podcasts. We'll have some team meetings, look ahead. And good coffee. Good coffee. coffee. Good coffee has always been the fuel to our best ideas. But some of the ideas, even this podcast, and some of the ideas that we bring out and stay forth have come from these immersions. We've done these in different places, mostly in Colorado. And so the setting of this summer, we thought would be perfect to actually talk about this word investing, which may sound a little bit strange uh, because we're not talking about finances. We're certainly not a financial podcast. And yet... This idea of investing is based on delayed gratification. And summer's a great time to immerse and have fun and go on vacations. We think about that, but I want to kind of twist our thinking a little bit that summer's actually a great time to invest. And a couple things you're, you've already heard on the series, investing in rest this summer, investing in yourself and you know getting off of your computer and we need to get back into creation and we need to get back outside investing in our families. We spend a lot of money on vacations, but again, I like to think about investing in our family, investing in vacation versus just spending it. And in this sense, I think what's important is actually to think about how we're investing in what's coming for the fall. So if delayed gratification, this idea of, I could have more now, but I'm deciding not to, um, is at the forefront here. I actually want to talk a little bit about our team and about how I think you could invest in your team this summer. So again, invest in yourself with rest, with learning, and I hope that you're, whether it's reading for you or getting around friends, we're about to head into a, a gathering here that we've created in Colorado Springs for crucial conversations around just important topics and questions in our lives and leadership. So invest in yourself, invest in your families, but I actually think this summer you could really invest in your team. And that's something that we're doing a lot, not just in these three days. And um, this is something that we've done regularly. But I actually am taking some of the things out of my schedule and putting other things back in. Uh, and that, to me, really is delayed gratification. So uh, kind of where we're coming from is, is time in this and not just swapping time, but really making sure our time is the right investment. And there's something to be said about it. I mean... The, a quote comes to mind right now, and everyone's heard it. If you've been in the leadership or anywhere on social media in the last few years, um, if I say Carla Fiorina, you'll know exactly what I'm going to say. You know, as goes the leader, so goes the organization. And so I think what is true of this, while we talk about reinvesting, we talk about, you know, this topic today, it's something to be said about when when the leader, in this case you, are making a decision to say, hey, we're going we're gonna to focus less on this right now so we can focus more on this in this season. It means that, okay, we're looking long-term for the organization. Yeah, we could do this right now. And there's nothing really wrong with either one, 
we're just looking forward, being forward focused beyond the next month, two months, three months, six months. I mean, on the brown paper behind us, there's a three year stamp on the brown paper. So we're saying, okay, if to get our organization and our team and the ecosystem as we call it, to have you know a healthy team culture, I would argue that long-term healthy team culture in a thriving organization will yield way more than just focusing purely on one, which is the income aspect yeah. right now, versus the impact. Yeah. You know, inward impact is just as important. So, I mean, yeah, what are your thoughts on that? Um, so many thoughts on that. <laughs> the question is, which area? I think, let me give a small example and then let me give a large example. So, in micro, I was asked on Friday, uh, this, this past week, actually I was asked on Wednesday to go on Friday and to go up to the mountains. There was a spot uh, for some fly fishing and rafting and it was one of those, you know, kind of dream days, weather's gonna be perfect. And I moved things around. If I moved around a meeting with you, thank you. And my thought process was, do I continue on with work as I had planned or do I invest in myself and in a couple of these relationships? And you know you've invested well when afterwards you say, I'm so glad I made that sacrifice in the moment. Yeah. Um, we have limited energy. So if we didn't have this, these limits on our lives, this wouldn't matter. But the reality is you could be somewhere else. Our team could be somewhere else. Right. But instead, we're investing three days here. There's time. There's money to get here. Flights are expensive. Like That's, that's an investment. Yeah. And we need to, to make that. So I, I came home from the mountains going, Oh man, I'm so glad that I traded something or sacrificed something in order to have this. And it was almost laughable as I'm going down the river, I'm thinking, why would I not be here? And many times when we invest, we look back and go, why would we not? If you have unlimited resources, then it doesn't matter. But friends, we have limits and I hate that some days. And yet we have to make those, those trades. So that would be on my kind of micro. I mean, the world wants us to beat this drum of we have unlimited energy time and everything. I mean, you can do it all, yeah, all I mean, the time. I mean, the one that I always go back to is the Energizer Bunny. Like you're just going, 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 it never stops. I mean, that is not true. And even even if you're in space where you have more access to disposable income, you have more time in hand, there's still limits. And at the end of the day, it's really a barter system. The barter system is still very alive and active. Today. I'm gonna to borrow from one area of my life. Right. You're going to borrow and barter and you're gonna do things. Mm -hmm. And how we do that and the lens through which we view that will help us take crucial next steps yeah. towards getting healthy and reaching more impact. Anything in this conversation, please think of the word trade-offs. Yeah. Trade-offs. You go on a family vacation, and some people, you may say, I need a vacation from vacation. So if you have kids, you know the family vacations are not for relaxation, right? They're for memories. Back to work. But you're investing time, often yeah. a lot of money, maybe more than you wanted to spend on ice cream and gas. Oh my goodness, we don't need to talk about gas prices. And you're investing there going, man, we will literally never get this time back. These memories are crucial. Uh, every single time we brought you out to Colorado, we have had new ideas, new thoughts, new trust, new alignment, cohesion, all these things that you can't just create. And we've always said, man, however much time or energy it quote unquote cost, that was an investment. We traded for something and we were glad later on. Uh, and we stay consistent with it. So that's, that's kind of the micro is just trading a day here. And I'd say it, it's pretty easy to trade a day or a half day in your schedule to maybe do some long-term vision planning. That would be one of the investments uh, for you to think about. But the macro investment for me, I mean, just to, to tell on myself for some of the fear um, that I have been experiencing over this last season, is as we were in 1.0, which was you know kind of me and then you hopping on the team and our team grew to 2.0 and functioned more as a team. 
3.0 for us is going to look very different. And so that's a lot of what we're ushering ourselves into is how do we lead in 3.0? We're going to bump up against each other. Of course, we're not going to get it perfect. But one of the things that has to be true, that has to change about my life and leadership is that I actually have to coach less and be less in the business and in the ministry of Stay Forth and more on the business and on the ministry. And that means investing in you guys, our team. So we have an amazing team. I'll continue to brag on them, but investing in that, investing in John, investing in you, investing in Mallory, and then our coaches. Um, I can't spend as much time or invest as much time in the actual one-on-one coaching. And instead, I feel both God and just life cycle-wise uh, inviting me to then more invest in you guys. But there's a gap. Like, that it doesn't pay off immediately. No, and I don't see that happening in, in most of, you know, as I felt air quotes, in corporate America or in, or in you know, um, large-scale you know, ministry. I mean, really and truly, it's why we're in, in the business that we're in of helping leaders because there is this aspect that people feel they're in a, they get to a place, you know, it's two sides. You have, you know, founder syndrome is very real. And uh, the high up, you know, you're the CFO, CEO, leading at a high pace. You're, and then you have the, the middle leaders who lead and serve on teams. There can be this tension that develops where the sole focus is getting the machine moving. It becomes this fire-breathing dragon. And then everyone is slowly burning out of control from the inside out. And then that's why you see teams collapse, organizations crumble and fade off in the distance when you see, man, there's so much potential there, but yeah. why didn't they go the distance? And I think that's why we have to get to a space where, where leaders, whether you're, you know, the founder or you're just, you're, you're in charge of a team, you're stewarding the resources of a team to say, Hey, yeah. what can I do? When is the time to step into the gap? You're right. It's a big gap. You're not going to get there to step in and say, okay, What's the time to shift to make sure the people that are around are thriving? Because when they thrive, the organization thrives. And it's real. So yeah. we're not saying these are easy decisions. These are hard. This week we made a hard decision to delay something. I and mean, we will still do it as a team that we really want to do. But it will take time. It will take money. And it will take time away from other things. Yeah. And so the question is, is that the best use of our resources right now? Okay, if we had unlimited resources unlimited energy, unlimited money, which of course we do not, um, then these decisions would be easy. Do all the things, just hire, hire, hire. Um, but for us, we have to be really careful. We kind of talk about it like one big risk at a time is, is how we've had to build forward. That may not be your team. Maybe you guys are in a you know, serious, serious growth season and, and opportunity. But these two words have been helpful for me. So, you know, as we're talking about eyes this morning, we're talking about investing and delayed gratification uh, from that. In the micro and in the macro, whether it's five minutes at a time, investing in yourself and your spiritual life or stepping outside, investing in friendships this summer, investing in family, um, or the macro of taking weeks or taking a season and putting the focus on somewhere else, impact and income would be two other eyes to, to think about. And these aren't diametrically opposed or anything, but it's just been helpful grid for us to think about. As we think about investing, we're investing big in the impact of our team, but we're playing the long game mm -hmm. down the line. But we may see less income come in in the short term because of that. So for example, if you are working hourly in, in anything that you could do and make more money by whatever, one trip, but you need to be away from your family. Um, for me, it's coaching sessions, but to say, no, I really need to take my Wednesday and invest it back into our team and be more available there so we can build for the long haul. And I just think it's, summer's a really great time to zoom out 
say, what do I really care about? How do I want to be known with my kids? What really truly matters to me? And do some priority work this summer. Because if we just put our head down and go, we're just thinking income, income, feed the beast, build this thing faster. And of course you need fuel uh, to run your organization, um, your team, your business, your ministry, your nonprofit, you name it. But um, you can't drive yourself into the ground uh, to be able to do that. So um, I think we have to look at that income and impact uh, piece of that. And man, if you do this well in the long term, you hold this tension, you can find both. And that's the beauty. Again, they're not diametrically opposed on that. But that's been really helpful for us to think through. Yeah, they're not diametrically opposed, but they do they don't work in fully in unison to one another. You have, tension, I think, all the time. Yeah, you have to be aware of you have to be aware of, you know, where you're pushing and where you're learning. But what's really neat is if you zoom out and look back at the impact side of um, we want to have an impact in the people that we serve. We want to have an impact in the folks that listen to this podcast. I mean, I just met someone yesterday that was like, hey, you know, your, your daughter was like, hey, there's like the teacher at my school loves your podcast. We were at the pool and we met a listener. So if you're listening, Amy, shout out. And it's nice to have that impact. But then also on the income side, you know, a, a nonprofit, a ministry, a business is not going to survive without, without income. And what about... Uh, like team investment, team right. time, like we're talking about here, but you multiply that, that's time, that's energy, that's money, that's and, real. And here's the crucial part of that. When you flip to the other side of the coin, back to the impact side and say, what can we do to take, I'm gonna step away and I'm gonna coach less, I'm gonna do this that would bring in some income stream to make sure that I'm having an impact on, the, on my team or if you're listening on your team, that's a lag measure that when you do that and you equip your team, you know, to help them to thrive in their roles, to feel known, to be one, all of those things. One, you'll retain your team. Mm-hmm. You'll, you, you create a super healthy culture and then the impact comes with it. Absolutely. And really, or the income comes with it, so to say. Yes. Yeah, yeah, sure. Start with the, mm-hmm. the impact. And, and again, investing in the right things. If you don't know where you want to be two, three, five years from now, that question we ask, what's the good life for you three years from now? Um, then you have to reverse engineer and say, is this getting me to there or is this a distraction? When we invite people on a stay forth experience, we're saying these are not the cheapest experiences out there. You could probably go on a men's or women's retreat at your church for you know a hundred bucks. But we believe this is a great investment long term and we're starting to attract people. If you've been on our experiences, you know that. We want to go all out for you. Um, and coaching as well to say that's an investment, that's time, that's energy. And we don't want to try to trick anybody into coaching and say, if you are ready to get clarity on your leadership and go to the next level, as it were, of identity and impact, then this is time. you got to slow down uh, for, for that. Let me use another macro example. We had a guest here on the podcast, Matt Schaup, and he talked about the pink to baby. It was a great episode. Um, but he was right at the edge of taking his team uh, over to Spain. And of course, that's super expensive. And you could hear the fear in his voice going, I hope this pays off. And so I sought, you know, pictures of their team over there. That's a huge expense right there. That you're saying, you know what, we could get them healthcare, we could give them bonuses or raises or invest in a new product line or something. Instead, we're actually gonna invest in them. That's huge. What does it say to you if you are an employee and somebody is spending extra money that you don't have to, quote unquote, because we want to invest in our people. And I I just want to caution that there's this phrase, we can't afford. I would stop there and ask, really, can you afford it? Sometimes 
you can't afford not to. And I think these three days, we can't afford not to be together. Right. And it's challenging and you know, with people working part-time, like it's never convenient, but can we afford? We'll have to make it work. We can't afford not to be exactly. together. You can't afford not to. And I think it's one of those things where you, and you've known me long enough in my, my heartbeat for this. Um, and listening, this might feel prickly to some, but we, we live in a culture and the world forces us to look at things transactionally. And we end up carrying that into our people if we're not careful. And we end up seeing our people as cogs in the wheel and a means to an end, a means to get this product to this consumer, this idea to this place, you know, um, these many members in the congregation so that we're going and going and going. If we reframe that back and make small investments where we're looking and we remember that our teams and those we lead are relational beings and we make time to make small investments in them to cultivate relational equity, the trust we gain, the clarity we gain, the confidence we gain, both in ourselves as healthy leaders and those we lead, it creates a thriving culture where both where both become true. Love the income and the impact on the other side. And I think if I'm speaking directly to the leader now, you know, be aware of that. Zoom out and say, okay, what are some small things? I may not be able to afford to take my entire team to Spain, or I may not be able to afford to do this with my staff, but what are some small things that you can do to zoom out and say, okay, I may release this control to this person because I can see that they can do that better than me to help move further down the road. And how can you make small investments to cultivate that relational equity to improve the impact of your team? And let's, uh, I think a good way to end would be some ideas. So I'm gonna throw three or four ideas um, on how you could do this. Jonathan, you throw three or four ideas. Uh, just kind of shooting from the hip here and some things that I've actually seen teams do as well. Uh, really small, really simple, but just professional expense is allowing people on your team the ability to go to a gathering or an event, whether online or in person, to, to something that stokes their professional creativity. Um, you could have, uh, literally, it's a book once in a while um, that they want to read, not just that you want them to read, um, but just, hey, if there's a book they want to read once in a while, sure. It's a $25 investment in them or an Audible membership or something like that um, in terms of that learning space. Time off. I love how many teams right now are doing Fridays, our teams are off at noon. It's just something to look forward to. The reality is people are gonna be more efficient with their time. They're still gonna get everything done in that amount of time um, if they're wise about it. And it just feels great to have that longer weekend and it says we value you, you're not a machine. Like you said, treat your people like machines and eventually that machine's gonna run hot, it's gonna need more oil, and people just feel devalued when you just wanna like hurry them up to, to produce. Of course we have responsibilities, we need to get our things done, don't hear what I'm not saying. Um, there's a church that I've been working with and coaching and they decided to make this the summer of recovery. And they realized we've been through a lot. The fall is probably going to heat up in terms of the opportunities and people's momentum and excitement in this next season. So we better be ready for that. So they're giving their team extra days off and they're doing it in a really cool way. The summer of recovery is, is a macro example and that time literally will cost them many, many, many thousands of dollars, right? If you add it up. I believe that's a great investment, but they got to bet, right? You go in in faith um, on that. And then maybe the last thing, thing is just getting out of the office. If you have a team that's together, um, I don't know anybody who has wasted uh, too much money. I'm not talking about exorbitant meals, but I'm just taking folks out to lunch and just reconnecting with them. So I'm working with a leader that uh, said, you know what? I just need to take my folks out to lunch more and go, how are you actually doing? What are you looking forward to this summer? 
and he has been so busy that he needs to kind of rehumanize uh, his staff and team seven bucks at a time with one Chipotle burrito uh, at a time throughout the summer. Simple. So, Jonathan, what are some other ideas you can live with? Say, be creative. Um, we're all creative. You're created by an amazing creator. So, whether you serve on a team or you're or you're leading a team, think how you can be creative with them this summer as you head into the fall. Um, and you kind of took it from me. Get together how you can and say, hey, look, um, where do we want to go? You know, remind yourself of your core values, like the values that um, that are hanging around that you have that are true to the organization, that are true to the people that you serve. How ask yourself this question: How true are they to yourself? Spend some time discerning this summer, like the the, the core values that we have, whether it's your church, your startup, your family business, whatever it is. Are they if they're if they're true to the people that you're serving, they must be true to yourself. And ultimately, how we treat ourselves is what shows itself in how we treat, serve, and care for those we lead. Um, those are mine. And and lastly, I would I just want to hit you with a question. Um, I say you've modeled this really well as someone who's worked in the organization and now is is looking more working on and saying, okay, this is this is where we need to go. And you you practice discernment very well with that. And to the person who may be in that tension of like, okay. This is where we need to go in releasing things. Um, what are some things to think through and consider when, when thinking those steps and releasing and saying, okay, if we're speaking to income and impact, and I know that I need to start working on my organization versus in it, what are some of those next steps to take and what you need to discern? Fear. I mean, you're just gonna, you're going to feel fear. You're gonna feel either what Matt was feeling in spending who knows how much money to take a whole team to Spain, or what I feel, and, and if I, borrow or as you say barter from this area to another are we going to lose momentum are we going to lose this? and the reality is you're probably going to lose something that's the reality but you're going to gain something greater so i just think first reckon with that fear um and say would we be okay if we had that so we're calling this somewhere the gap like there's a gap between some of where we're going to be and what we're investing in now and i think just to name that up front it's like here's where we're at we are in the gap that that's okay um, right now, and that's a, a mitigated risk. Um, secondly, again, think trade-off. I think that's really helpful to go. Would I rather um, have a team that looks back and say, man, we feel invested in, we feel cared for at the level we can, right? I, I wish we could take everybody's pay. That'd be awesome. Maybe that needs to be on our stay forth bucket list, right? Every a big, a big five year trip to stay. That's right. But, uh, you know, I wish we could throw it in, in there, you know, in, in the big, but the reality is it's a sacrifice, right? When you're a small org, a little bit of money is feel might feel the same as a larger organization, you know, with a hundred thousand dollars or a million. So um, I, you're still going to feel fear. The second one is that trade-off. Say, what is the trade-off here? And if it is, we say who over what. I feel the pressure of like, man, we really better be about the who over what. If right. we don't model that, then we have nothing to to stand on. And then um, the last thing is just start small. Yeah, start small. I mean, I think it's ten bucks at a time. I think it's two hours at a time. Um, and so we're talking about the macro here. Um, think about those little spaces where you can say, hey, maybe you spend that weekly meeting just going, is everybody okay? And a 30 minute check-in. Once in a while we go out of our regular, um, just to say, hey, I just wanna share, it was a couple weeks ago. I just needed to share from my heart. Here's where I'm at mm -hmm. on the team so that you guys know where I'm at. That's, that's 30 minutes, we're never gonna get back. That's the only time we were together as a whole team that we 
but I'm glad that it did and I think it was helpful. So think small. Uh, friends, bonus episodes. We're going to toss these in once in a while. Didn't plan on this till I don't know, a couple days ago, but we're going to continue to toss these in. Friends, invest in yourself through the re-series. We promise you that time in there, that space, whether you're mountain biking, shout out to Justin who's listening to us on your mountain bike, keep getting out there, whether you're going for a walk, whether you're sitting down at a table and slowing down and grounding yourself. We just believe this is a great investment for you and your leadership. Don't zoom through these. We're only doing one a week of the re-series, but we're gonna continue to bring you some uh, topics that are necessary, even if they are prickly. Friends, we are signing off from Stanforth World Headquarters, also known as the Wolf Den, looking at the mountains up here in Colorado Springs. We love you guys. Please care for yourselves. Invest well in the short term so you can be leading well in the long term. Shine, shine. We focus so long.